The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Good snowy afternoon, <laughs> everybody. At least it's snowy here in New York City, not as much as we thought we'd get, but it's a little bit snowed in, which I kind of like. Always makes me wish I had a fireplace, but you know what I have in my building here in New York City? A gym, just a little gym, but you know what? When it's cold and awful like this, I still manage to work out, and we're going to talk about stuff like that with our guest coming up after the first break, and he is Marco Borges of 22 Days Nutrition. He's the celebrity trainer who got Beyonce and Jay-Z to do that vegan cleanse back in, in December. And he himself is vegan forever. And we like it when people are vegan forever. And we're going to start out with another forever vegan, someone I have admired for quite some time. And that is Dr. Ricky Heller. She's a PhD and an RHN. And she is... Um, the author of so many wonderful books with all kinds of wonderful followers. You probably know her for um, her, her books on eating fewer sweets. She's got one of those that Ellen DeGeneres loves a lot. She can give us the name of that one. But the brand new book that we're going to be talking about today with Dr. Heller is Living Candida Free. I am so happy that that Dr. Heller and her co-author, functional nutritionist Andrea Nakayama, approached this subject because it's always been one of those that people say, well, I stopped being vegan because I have candida or... I've had candida, I can never be vegan. And here are these two brilliant women saying, uh, but you can. So welcome, Ricky Heller. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Well, I'm delighted to have you and delighted you wrote this book. Oh, here's here's Ellen's favorite book, Sweet Freedom. I knew I had that somewhere in my massive notes. <laughs> so lots of, lots of, yes? I was going to say maybe one of her favorites. <laughs> well, that, that's all good. She, she blogged about Main Street Vegan, too, and I was just extremely gratified. It's pretty special yes, when somebody who has the attention of the public sees what we do. So tell us, what is candida anyway? 
Well, candida is actually, it's a yeast, a form of yeast, and it's an, uh, a microorganism that normally lives in the body and on the body, and it usually doesn't cause any problems because this kind of this lovely equilibrium that goes on between the candida and the other microorganisms, and they all live in harmony together. But when something happens to upset that balance, then the candida is kind of the opportunist in the group, and it just proliferates and grows out of control. And it's that growing out of control that can cause all kinds of other satellite problems in the body. So it can lead to digestive issues, all kinds of things um, related to overgrowth of yeast. So how does a person find out if he or she has it? Well, there, it's interesting. There are tests that you can do, but not one of these tests is 100% accurate because, as I said, we all do have candida in our body anyway. So depending on who you see, they may take a stool sample. They may take a urine test. Uh, there's, there's a saliva test that's pretty easy that people can do for free at home. And then the way that most holistic practitioners will determine whether or not someone has candida is by giving them some kind of a questionnaire or a long assessment where they look at their history and they assess them clinically. So basically based on symptoms and based on your lifestyle experience and all those factors together, then you come up with an idea of how severe the candida might be. And what are Um, some of those symptoms? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, so um, for for most people, the, the major symptom that most people report is something that's called foggy thinking or foggy brain, and that's just where you get to the point that you literally feel as if you are trying to work through a fog, that nothing is clear, your thoughts aren't sharp anymore, and you have a lot of trouble focusing and concentrating. And then, of course, there are all the whole array of yeast-related symptoms or that are related to fungal issues in the body. So for women, that would be vaginal yeast infections. Uh, for men, it might be jock itch. Things like toenail fungus are a major problem and other kinds of fungal infections or fungal rashes. So a lot of people get skin issues. They get really itchy, red, horrible rashes, and uh, that was what I had the last time. So anything that would be considered yeast-related or mold-related and then there are all a bunch of other symptoms that would occur as this de- continues to develop and continues to infiltrate the body and affect other systems. So you get digestive issues, as I said, because really the yeast begins in the gut. That's where that balance is in our microbiome or the microflora that exists in our intestinal tract. So once that happens, you're going to get bloating and gas and problems digesting. A lot of people report constipation all kinds of digestive issues. IBS is often very closely connected to candida. So there really are a lot of symptoms that can develop as time goes on and it continues to grow. So what's your approach to dealing with this? My approach is based very closely on what I myself went through. So I I think I want to start by saying, though, that I do believe that for each person, the approach really should be individualized. So just because I was able to eat one particular food in the list of foods, it may or may not work for someone else. And so I really am not a believer in prescribing one very specific diet for every single person. I think we each have our own individual DNA and we react differently to things. So what we've done in the book is outline a general approach that uh, outlines all the foods that worked for me and the ones that will not feed the candida and will help to heal somebody with this condition. But, you know, if something there doesn't work for you, then obviously you want to take that food out. The basic approach is twofold. So on the one hand, what you want to do is feed your body healthy, nutritious foods that do not feed the candida. And on the other hand, you want to remove anything that might feed it and also actively try to diminish the numbers of candida by using things like antifungals or herbal supplements that can help to kill the candida as well. So is sugar the... Yeah, exactly. Sugar is the worst thing. Is that right? I would say so. Refined sugar, refined foods in general, like refined white flour, very, very uh, difficult because it's converted so easily and so quickly to sugar in the body, and that's candida's primary food source. So what you want to do is take away, I mean, when I started this diet for the first three months, I would say, because mine was a pretty tough case, (laughs) I, I was not able to eat any sweeteners, certainly no sugar, but not even any fruit for the, the first three months or so. So I was allowed limes, lemons, and avocados. That was it in the way of fruit because the other ones are considered to have too much sugar. 
And like as I said, it really depends on the individual and how severe your symptoms are when you start. For me, I kind of let it go for a long time, and then by the time we got back to treating it, I, I was in a, a difficult situation where my symptoms had just gone out of control. So we really had to rein those in, and really I was on a very, very strict version of this diet at the beginning. But for some people, you know, if they have a milder case, they might be able to have some very low glycemic fruits like berries or green apples at the beginning of the diet. And you also want to remove anything that's moldy or can feed the mold. So mushrooms are generally out. And I was surprised to learn how many foods actually harbor mold, things like citrus peel and melon peel is very high in mold. Peanuts are the highest mold nut or legume. Uh, And then the second highest is pistachios, so you're not allowed to eat those. And basically you're just removing anything that's going to put a strain on your immune system because you want your immune system to be freed up to work on killing off that candida. And how about nutritional yeast? It's a no-no on the diet. Not because it's it's necessarily... um, food for candida or it's not working the same way as a live yeast because nutritional yeast isn't a live yeast, but because the molecular structure is that of a yeast and, again, the immune system might be tripped up and react to it because it's similar in structure. So it's it's just for that reason for trying to really put ease up the burden on the immune system. And you can bring it back later. Okay, well, now I'm sure that people listening are thinking, oh, my gosh, I hope I don't have this because I could never eat like that. But I happen to be holding your beautiful book, Living Candida Free, and in it are some 100 recipes for things like a chickpea pea breakfast scramble, raw chocolate chip cookie dough truffles, oh, my gosh, roasted garlic and cauliflower soup with herbed dumplings, creamy broccoli soup, emergency fudge, grain-free apple berry crumble. So this does not sound like hideous deprivation. That I'm so glad you said that because that was really one of my primary goals with this book. For so many people, this diet is synonymous with deprivation, and I wanted to prove that this does not have to be a culinary prison sentence, that you can eat delicious food, that you would be even proud to serve to other people. So I I made it my goal to include all kinds of delicious recipes that people could enjoy whether or not they were on an anti-candida diet. And I have to say my husband eats all of this stuff and, and loves it too. So what do you use for sweetener, one of the sugar alcohols? Well, my primary sweetener is stevia, which is an herbal sweetener that's zero on the glycemic index. And in this book, you'll find that that's really the only sweetener that I use. I have since since the book uh, was put was sent to the publisher my manuscript I have started experimenting with xylitol and it's the only sugar alcohol I will use because I know that some people do have digestive issues with the sugar alcohols but xylitol is probably one of the more natural ones and it also has been shown to kill candida so because of that effect I've started using it and it's a lovely granular sweetener it's dry whereas stevia is wet so you can use it more like you would use sugar in baking, for instance. And I found for me it works very well. For some people, they have to limit it because they might have some problems with uh, diarrhea with xylitol, but I haven't found that with me. I see. And I'm seeing this is not a 100% grain-free program. I mean, I'm looking here at the whole grain waffles that have toasted buckwheat groats, millet, chickpea flour. So it's, it's not your mother's candida diet. No, it's not. And that was one of the things also that for me was very important because when I started looking into candida diets myself, they all focus almost exclusively on meats, poultry, eggs, fish, because those are foods that don't feed the yeast. And a lot of diets will have you cut out uh, grains entirely. But as a vegan, you're going to have a lot of trouble, obviously, if you try to go on a diet like that. In particular, one diet I recall where really all I would have been left with was of vegetables and almonds was the only protein source for like four months before I would be able to move to a different stage of the diet. So for me, it was very, very important. And when I worked with my naturopath, we designed a diet that, as I said, worked for me. Grains do contain protein. Obviously, beans and legumes do contain protein. They're very important food sources for vegans. And so I found in working with the diet for me personally, limiting those to a certain extent, and certainly at the beginning They were much more limited than later on, but I continued to eat both grains and legumes every day, 
and I also included orange squash, which some diets don't allow. I think you'll find if you look at the different diets out there, there are almost as many diets as there are proponents of the of the diet. So you really, as I said, have to find out what works for your own body. In my case, perhaps including the grains, the legumes, I think it, it would allow for a slower, gentler clearing of the candida, but obviously it worked for me. So I wanted to offer the vegan audience something that would work for them where every single recipe was something they could eat and they didn't have to remove half of the ingredients in the recipe in order to be able to have that on their anti-candida diet. Well, that's terrific. And we are fine with slow and gentle because we vegans like to be gentle anyway. I recommend this book, Living Candida Free. It not only has all the information that you need if you're dealing with this condition or know someone who is, but it also has great recipes and even wonderful tips. Like she has Test Masters Magic Mold and Mildew Cleaner. Now, don't you love a book that has recipes and also tells you how to clean stuff? This is all good. Dr. Ricky Heller, bless your heart. Thank you for writing this book, and thanks for being a part of the Main Street Vegan Show. Thanks so much for having me. All the best. Be well. And thanks. Everybody else, stay with us for Marco Borges. He's going to get us super fit. If you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller.
You're listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I just heard the nice announcer tell you to follow me on Twitter, and I just want to give you websites for both of my guests today. Ricky Heller, with whom we just spoke, is RickyHeller.com, and that is R-I-C-K-I. And we are just about to start our conversation with Marco Borges, and you can find out more about him at 22daysnutrition.com, and that's 22 Marco is an exercise physiologist, an author, and a plant-based living advocate. He's been passionate about guiding people to develop healthier lifestyles for over 20 years. As a lifestyle coach, he's toured the world, empowering others with tools for ultimate wellness. He's the author of Power Moves, The Four Motions to Transform Your Body for Life. And he has a brand new book that is going to be coming out in April, but you can order it now. Marco and I happen to be under the umbrella of the same great big giant publishing conglomerate. (laughs) And they are telling all of us, Pre-orders, it's all about pre-orders because then they're going to order more. So if you feel like checking it out at uh, at Amazon or BN.com, that book is called The 22-Day Revolution, the plant-based program that will transform your body, reset your habits, and change your life. So check that out. Be sure you're on the list to get your copy the minute it is hot off the presses. Marco is calling in today from sunny Miami. Well, that was a good life decision where he lives with his wife and their three beautiful boys. Welcome, Marco. Thank you, Victoria. You do that very well. I almost felt like I wasn't needed on this call. Well, you know, we like to let people know who you are. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. I always love it when somebody from the fitness world gets the plant-based thing, because even though it's getting bigger, you know, sometimes you go to the gym with your vegan shirt on and get still some funny looks. So tell us your story. How did this all evolve for you? Well, I won't lie to you. I I, I started in the uh, exercise fitness world, and I realized very, very quickly that uh, just exercise alone wasn't going to cut it, and, and that happened. That, that, that epiphany took place after I opened my first uh, gym. Uh, I had the first spinning studio in Florida, and, uh, you know, after I opened this gym with, uh, you know, very little money that I had, basically opened the, the doors and uh, had zero balance in my uh, bank account and knew that I had to make it work from day one. So, um, you know, I immediately saw the, the reaction from everyone uh, that, you know, this was in the mid-90s uh, to uh, indoor uh, cycling class, and it, it really took the neighborhood and the whole region by storm, and it was really amazing. And we developed a really loyal following of our friends that were just coming by on a daily basis to take classes, and I remember particularly these women that started coming in together in the morning and were taking, you know, they were probably not, not too heavy, but they were probably like, 25, 30 pounds overweight. And, and I thought to myself, this is going to be amazing. Uh, these women are coming on a daily basis. They're going to lose weight. They're going to feel great. They're going to feel, you know, great about themselves. They're going to spread the word. It's, it's going to be, you know, great situation for everyone. And a few months in, I realized that they weren't losing weight. And I, and I thought to myself, something's going on here. This is impossible. I mean, if you've ever taken a spinning class, you know that uh, you burn an enormous amount of calories in a very short period of time. Given the fact that they were coming on a regular basis, I thought something's off, um, and I started looking deeper into their into their habits, and I realized that they had developed a really great habit around exercise because they used it as a form of of socialization. They used it as the hour of the day that they just came to hang out and spend time with each other and laugh and and just have a good time. So they developed really good habits around that, but they had never really fully understood. Uh, the impact of the food they were putting into the diet and, and let alone develop a healthy habit around it. So I, I approached them and I asked them if they'd be willing to be part of a little study that I was going to put together, and I asked them all to adopt a plant-based diet over the course of uh, the next 30 days. And, and uh, you know, I thought, why don't we challenge ourselves with this? Why don't we try to do 
a plant-based diet for 21 days so you can adopt the healthy habit, and on the 22nd day you'll be off to a new lifestyle. And they thought, sure, why not? Sign us up. Um, and, uh, and we did, and very, very quickly we all realized that um, it doesn't matter how much exercise you do if your nutrition, if your uh, dietary intake isn't in, on par with what it is that you're um, aspiring for, you know, it's, you're never going to achieve uh, ultimate wellness. So right then and there I realized that I had to take a closer look um, at nutrition and, and integrate it more closely into our programs and everything we did moving forward. My hunch is that when a lot of people in your position would be faced with what you saw, they would find more of the traditional eh, Atkins, paleo, whatever kind of diet that we've all heard about for such a long time. How did you get moved into plant-based? Well, you know, more and more research started to surface on, and, and I've been a research junkie my whole life, and, and, I, and I realized that the, the research was just overwhelmingly positive uh, and pointing in the direction of plant-based nutrition. Whether it was 100% plant-based or 90% plant-based, um, you know, the, the facts were undeniable. I mean, when you look at a diet that is plant-based and, and you realize that all of the studies find it to not only reduce your risk of disease, but in many cases also reverse disease, um, and you take into consideration that the number one killer is still heart disease, followed by uh, strokes and cancers, and 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 the you know the the increasing prevalence of Alzheimer's and dementia, and all of these very very closely linked to uh, lifestyle patterns, lifestyle habits, dietary indiscretion. You realize that what we're doing isn't working, and we have to do something different. You know, Albert Einstein was once famously quoted saying that the definition of insanity was doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And we, we just got to get off the hamster wheel. We can't continue to do the same things, the same yo-yo diet, the same low-fat, high-protein. You know, all that stuff isn't working. We can see it very clearly. Disease hasn't changed. Um, the, the, the prevalence of disease has not changed one bit. Um, and we have, we, I mean, we cannot continue to go on this way. It's not sustainable for the planet. It's not sustainable for us as a people. It's not sustainable for us as individuals. So we've, we've, you know, we've just got to make a change. And uh, when you look at something like a plant-based diet and you encourage someone to adopt a plant-based diet, whether it be completely or, or mostly, they look at you and they say, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And, and then all it takes is for them to try it. When they give it a try, they're completely convinced. They're hooked. You know, so it's, you know, people say to me, well, you expect me to eat plant-based for the rest of my life. I say, look, try it for 22 days and you tell me how you feel. And at the end of the day, medicine is really just the science of observation. And who better to observe you than you? You know how you feel. You know how you wake up in the morning. You know how you sleep, how your skin feels, the kind of energy levels that you have, your digestion. You look at all the things that we suffer from as a society. And all of these things start to slowly disappear when you adopt a plant-based diet. I mean, the results are overwhelmingly positive, and it's something that's completely undeniable. Oh, it's pretty fabulous once you get it. If you would like to join this conversation, listeners, give us a call, 888-558-6489. You can ask Marco about fitness, about food, about pretty much whatever you like, 888-558-6489. Now, I love the 22-day idea. That's a new one. <laughs> That's a new number for me. Why 22 days? Well, psychologists had discovered that it took 21 days to make or break a habit, right? So it takes that long to create that synaptic pathway um, in your brain to be able to automatically do something, right? And, and I believe that if, if change is going to be uh, sustainable, uh, if you're going to remain consistent, you've got to create habits around it. And when we look at our lifestyles, it's nothing but a collection of habits that we have throughout the day, the way that you wake up whether you brush your teeth before breakfast or after breakfast, whether you brush your teeth with your left hand or your right hand, these are things that happen automatically. You don't even have to think about them anymore. The way that you drive to work, how you drive there, the direction you go, um, the streets you drive down. Sometimes you find yourself driving somewhere and you get there and you don't realize how you got there. Well, your brain did that because you've, you've created habits around doing these things over and over and over again. So what, I, what I'm trying to do is educating people the power of habit and and how, how easy it is to adopt a new habit over the course of 21 days. So what, when you really look at it, if you adopt a healthy habit over the course of 21 days, on the 22nd day, it's like the beginning of a new life. 
Um, it's much easier to do things once you have habits that are ingrained in you. No one has to remind you on a daily basis to brush your teeth. You just do it. Imagine someone said to you, Victoria, you have to brush your teeth every single day, twice a day for the rest of your life. It sounds like a daunting task to have to do something twice a day, every (laughs) single day. If you put it in that perspective, then yes, it's like, oh my God, that might might be like torture. But the reality is you don't think about it. It's like an automatic response to your life. And I think that we have to incorporate these automatic responses towards eating healthier, towards towards embracing a more plant-based diet, whether it's 100% or 90% or 80%. We'll let people choose what is best for them. But we can all agree that a plant-based diet, leaning the closer you lean to a plant-based diet, the healthier you're going to become. So you decide how healthy or how good you want to feel. I, I agree with that. I know a lot of people say it has to be all or nothing, but when you think about what people are doing, they start doing this, they want to learn a little more, they read another book, they watch a documentary, and before you know it, they're 100% in spite of themselves or, or close to it. So I'm, I'm all for the lean, uh, and thanks to Kathy Freston for that wonderful phrase. So I want to ask you, Marco, before we get more into food and into the 22-day revolution, your previous book was about the four motions that transform your body. What are they? It's really simple. Um, it's, it's not as literal as you would imagine. You know, everyone kept looking at me saying, oh, my God, there's four exercises that I can do down with it forever. The reality was, uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the reality is that when you look at it from a physiological perspective, there's four things that you have to move in order to be healthy for life. That is your elbow joint, your shoulder joint, your hip joint, and your knee joint. Basically, you've got to move. It's really, really simple. It, it's extremely uh, it, it's, it's a very practical approach to wellness because more often than not, you find people struggling with finding the time to get to the gym, finding the resources to be able to afford a gym membership, and finding the, the, the wherewithal, the education, the, the resource to be able to put together a routine they think might benefit them. And at, at the end of the day, the reality is you don't need a lot of time. You don't need any resources whatsoever, and you don't need to have a PhD in exercise physiology to put together a great workout that'll, that'll get you going and keep you going for many, many years to come. And it, it basically breaks down uh, the four motions into the movements of your joints, and then from there on, you could do anything that you can imagine with those four joints. So it's create, using your creativity to remain healthy, to remain youthful, to remain active. What a lovely idea. Creativity and fitness. They're not always said in the same sentence, so I like that. So that book is Power Moves, The Four Motions to Transform Your Body for Life. Before we leave that, I want to ask you a question. In my new book that's going to come a month after yours from um, Tartar Penguin, I have invented a disorder Well, I haven't really invented it because I've had it. I think I just named it. And I call it. You defined it. (laughs) I call it activity resistance disorder. There are people, and I will be the first to say that I have been one, that just get in a slump and everything sounds so delicious, like reading and talking to people and going to the theater and going to the gym sounds, ooh, I can't do that. It's almost like a, a block. And I know I'm not the only person on earth to get this. What do you say to somebody with activity resistance disorder? Again, and then, you know, without, you know, without sounding uh, like a broken record, uh, the reality is, You've got to create habits around it. You know, there are some people that are blessed with loving exercise. I mean, I am one of those guys. I I just love to be outside. I love to be active. I could ride a bike. I could run. I could row. I could paddleboard. I will do anything and everything in my power to be outside and be sweaty. I love it. Some people are the exact opposite. Um, And I say, you know, to those that don't like to exercise, I say, consider exercise like work then. You may not love it but you've got to do it. Yeah, it's yeah, totally. So the, the quicker you find a way to create a habit around it, the easier it's going to be for you to embrace it 
over the long haul in a way that is sustainable. If you come up with, you know, 101 excuses and wait till January 1st every year to, to go join a gym and then by January 5th you're no longer going, that is not sustainable. If you say to yourself, you know what, I am going to carve out 30 minutes of every day no matter what and I'm going to go outside and I'm going to walk and you know what, I'm not going to do it on my own. I'm going to catch up on my uh you know, my friend, I'm going to catch up with my friends or I'm going to catch up with my reading or I'm going to catch whatever it is and, and think about it like you're almost multitasking. And this is what these women did so well at the gym. They had created a habit. They weren't exercising. They were yapping. They were sitting there <laughs> talking to each other, laughing, listening to good music, dancing around. And in their mind, they weren't putting the effort they thought they were putting in because if they had thought that they were going every single day to exercise for an hour and get sweaty and wet their hair and then have to go back to the house and redo it, they would have never done it. But the reality was that they had said, hey, let's go hang out. What do we do today? Oh, instead of going to have you know a coffee at whatever, let's go to the gym and let's try this new class out. Oh, my God, this class is so much fun. Should we meet here tomorrow at 9 o'clock again? Yeah, sounds like a plan. And then they all started coming. So whether it's picking a friend to do it with you, a relative, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, um, or just making new friends at, at a gym or at a walking club, you've got to create habits around it because it's the only way to create sustainability. You are so right. And I just love the enthusiasm that, that you use when, when you're talking about this. And I think your same plan also works for people who are wanting to shift their diet, that if you can get people around you who are supportive – it, it makes a huge difference. I mean, I have a trainer now, and I'm embarrassed to tell you that I have a trainer because I feel like, oh. I've seen you, and you look amazing, so don't give me that. Thank you. <laughs> it seems like movie stars are supposed to have trainers. But you know what? We all choose what we're going to do with our money, and saving our lives is a really good thing. And I also, as an ethical vegan, Sometimes I just get myself to the gym for the animals because I figure that if I were to be obese again, which I was in my young life, it's not going to help save any of those critters who are going to be saved when more people get vegan or close to it. So one motivator. Considering that that 75 to 80% of our 2.8, let's call it $3 trillion of healthcare dollars are spent on lifestyle diseases. You know what that means, right? Lifestyle disease is basically stuff that we're creating because of the way that we live. Yes. 75 to 80% of it. So there's no need to justify having a trainer. It's a lot less expensive than getting sick. Amen. And I'm going to say anybody who calls me to task for that, that they can talk to you. And we're going to be back right. right after this break to talk about your fabulous upcoming book, The 22 Day Revolution. Stay with us. Looking forward to it. Michaels, host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. Thank you for tuning in for Main Street Vegan. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody. Sometimes this hour goes so fast. Seems like there are certain hours in life that drag and drag, and others are pretty, pretty snappy. So, Marco, the 22-day revolution, what can we expect from that? We're going to affect change on a, on, on a really, really, really broad level. Um, this makes it extremely practical for people to adopt a plant-based diet to the degree which way they want to change. Um, you know, we, I've taken a very um, conservative approach 
to promoting a plant-based lifestyle because I found that more often than not, the conversation was quite polarizing. Um, people thought that a vegan had to look, dress, smell, um, and speak a certain way, um, and that, that's no longer the case. Um, you know, vegans can be, um, can be triathletes, it can be attorneys, they could be hippies, they could be yuppies, they could be hipsters, um, and they are. Um, and I think that the minute that we, that we stop uh, judging people uh, for how they live or how they choose to eat, um, the more we are going to make this an inclusive society, the more we're going to make this an inclusive lifestyle. Because um, for many years, um, if you said to something, I mean, listen, I, I remember last year um, uh, former President Bill Clinton uh, posted something up that said he was extremely happy with his uh, new vegan lifestyle. And they showed a couple of pictures of him in his home. And one of the pictures had a piece of fish on one of the dishes. And, you know, the, the, the Internet went crazy. That's not a vegan lifestyle. That's, you know, this and that. And I, and I thought to myself, this is probably the reason why most people don't want to have the conversation because they feel they're going to be judged. And I think that we need to, as a society in general, we need to judge less and love more. And the minute we do that, we allow this to become a more inclusive uh, program. We, we allow this to become a more inclusive uh, program that gets people together, uh, you know, in, in search of optimum wellness. We can lean on each other. Um, we could speak to each other openly and freely without feeling like we're going to be judged. Um, and I think that will, will be the, the, like, the day that everything just comes together and people just get it. That will be the aha moment. That is beautiful. That's a perfect tweet to judge less and love more. And if you want to follow Marco on Twitter, it's also 22 days nutrition. Very nice to have the, the same little handle everywhere. We can all remember that. So judge less, love more. What else is in the book? We have, um, the book is, is, is almost like a how to guide. Um, we've had over the years a lot of people asking us, well, how do I do this? It seems like a very uh, difficult task that you need to have like a uh, chef on hand and a personal trainer and a house full of assistants to be able to make this happen. Uh, and the reality is the exact opposite. Look, for many years we've known that uh, we remember being kids, our parents used to tell us, eat your veggies. Um, that's what gives you your muscles. And then somehow we lost our way somewhere along um, along our lives, and this, this sort of helps you bring it all back. Um, it's, it's almost like hitting a reset button, and we give you the recipes, we give you the, the meal plans, we give you day-to-day uh, -day support on how to basically adopt a more plant-based lifestyle. And my friends say, well, do I have to eat plant-based, 100% plant-based for the rest of my life? And I said, no, but the reality is what better way to get used to eating more vegetables than by only eating vegetables? That makes sense. So tell me, Marco, your basic dietary philosophy, because I know that within the world of vegan, the world of plant-based, you've got the raw fooders and the macrobiotics and the oil-free and the gluten-free. Where do you come down on all that? I, you know, I'm a very firm believer that adopting a plant-based diet is the single most powerful thing that anyone can do for themselves, for the people around them, and for the planet we live in. Amen. Thank you. So, so your idea is plant-based diet, lots of good whole foods, and let That's all right. the small stuff sweat itself. You're going to sweat at the gym. That's right. 80%, 80% carbohydrate, 10% fat, 10% protein. Everything coming from the plant-based world. And when, exactly. I, when I say plant-based diet, um, I'm very careful to always say plant-based versus vegan because I think that a lot of times people um, mistakenly adopt a vegan lifestyle not understanding the, the benefits uh, the not fully understanding the benefits that they can have in your life and sometimes do so only for the ethical reasons, which, which is I, I applaud them and I, and I think it's amazing, but then do so in a way that's not healthy for them and then wind up not feeling so great. So they're eating nachos and salsa all day and they think that it's because it's plant-based that that's the way they should be eating um, or because it's vegan that that's the way they should be eating. So I define it as a whole food plant-based diet. 
um, and that means something that comes from the earth. Um, as as, uh, as uh, Mr. Michael Pollan says, uh, if it comes from a plant, eat it. If it was made in a plant, don't eat it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm great. I'm a believer in that. Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that if people are junk food eaters and then they want to become vegan, they're probably going to be junk food vegans. And if they're that's healthy right. eaters, and we have a lot of healthy eaters out in the world who've never heard about plant-based or vegan or anything close to it. And so if they do hear about it, then they're probably going to be healthy with that. So I think it's just important that we get the idea out there that, yeah, you can do well, something that, nice. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That, I was going to say that's what makes the 22-day revolution so special, that it's a step-by-step, really simple, extremely practical approach to adopting this lifestyle without having anyone guess what their next meal should be. We Ooh, spell nice. it all out for you. We give you the exercise program. We give you your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner with amazing recipes that aren't comprised of tofu burgers and tofu fries and tofu salads, but actually real healthy <laughs> foods that have an abundance of flavor. Look, my parents are Cuban, and I grew up in a Cuban household, so I'm used to foods that are extremely flavorful, and I'm used to a wide variety of foods. So I, when I created this, I wanted to create it in a way that People would love it even if they weren't plant-based because what happens more often than not is someone looks at you and says, oh, you're a vegan. Well, what do you eat all day, tofu? And you look at them and you say, no, I don't eat tofu all day, but I guess that's a misconception. And people think that if they sign up for a vegan lifestyle or a vegan program that they would have to adhere to a diet of tofu burgers and, and uh, you know, soy crisps. Um, and, that's, and that's the exact opposite. So what makes the 22-day revolution so exciting is that we spell it all out for you. We leave all the guesswork out. So we take care of everything for you. We just say open the first page and come with us on this journey for 22 days as we change lives and the world. Oh, I just love it. And, and I love that you call it a revolution because people don't know. You know, everybody's gone on some kind of diet, but this really is a revolution in a person's life if they want to take it. It, it can change the rest of your life. It can change the way you age. It's, it's pretty spectacular stuff. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what is your opinion of supplements? Do we need anything a little bit more than just the food? You know, I think that supplements are a lot like insurance, right? It's great to have them and not need them, but it's better than needing them and not having them, right? Okay. So there's nothing wrong with, you know, uh, someone wants to take a daily multivitamin. That's fantastic. Uh, We all know that the plant-based diet can be, unless you're eating foods fortified with B12, can be void in in, uh, B12 because there's really no B12 in the plant-based world. So we recommend, and we have all this spelled out in the book, we recommend a B12 supplement. And obviously you would consult with a physician or someone that you trust uh, with your health to give you some some guidelines on where and how you should be doing this. But um, it's pretty simple. I mean, I I myself, I'm, I'm on a uh, whole food uh, vitamin daily, and I and I do B12 and D, and all this we spell out in the book as well. I mean, like I said, it's it's the most comprehensive road bike I, I, roadmap I have ever seen in my life. Oh, it really sounds like it. I'm so excited. So everybody, the 22 day revolution, you can order it right now, and you should get it right around April 28th. Now we've just got a few minutes left here, but I want to ask you. I know you travel all over because you work with lots of people who find themselves on every point on the globe, and it's pretty tough to maintain a good diet and an exercise program when you're on the road. Do you have any tips for that? Absolutely, and, and you're right. It is tough. It's it's not always easy, um, but um, it, it's definitely worth um, trying to find alternatives to the you know fast food uh, drive-through. And I found that most chefs, believe it or not, any restaurant that you go to, even if it's a steakhouse, um, if you tell the chef that you have dietary restrictions and that you prefer to eat only plant-based foods, you'd be surprised what they're willing to do for you. Um, it's just a matter of I say, again, we, you know, I, I hate to keep going back to it, but the reality is that, you know, there's a chapter on it in the book, you know, how to eat, how to eat out. You know, if you know where you're going to be going, call in advance and find out if they have any vegan menu uh, items. Um, and if they don't, then ask for a couple of sides that are veggies. Almost every restaurant across the country could do steamed vegetables on the side and big salads. And don't be afraid. Uh, don't be afraid to jump in 
and uh, and do this when you're on the road. Don't wait for the right time. The right time is now. The right time is today. Because more often than not, you think to yourself, well, I have this wedding coming up or I have a birthday coming up or I have this event coming up and I'm not going to be able to do it. There's always going to be something. The time is now. Amen. Oh, my gosh. No wonder all the celebrities want you to be their trainer. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And I think that's important, too, just having enthusiasm and not saying, yeah, okay, I eat a lot of salad. But to just really say, you know what, I feel better than I have felt in 15 years. You'll want to come and do this, too. That's right. Well, things that are worth it always take a little bit more effort. I mean, we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, for sure. And it's less effort is required all the time, I think, as more and more people are doing this. And there's just more support out in the world. So are you raising yeah. your boys on a plant-based diet? I, I am. I oh, am. that's wonderful. I am. Yeah, well, my- and, and I think that the more of us that support this, the more of us that embrace this lifestyle, the more options there will be available for us. You know, I think that... Sometimes there's this misconception that the big food companies, the food giants, you know, all want to make a sale. They're not trying to make a sale. The reality is they're giving us exactly what we're asking for. We want foods that are really inexpensive, basically super cheap food in really big quantities that taste really great. And we're not asking for anything else other than that. And they're giving exactly they're giving us exactly what we're asking for. The minute we stop saying we're not going to eat that stuff anymore, we demand good foods that are made with USDA organic ingredients that are non-GMO. Guess what's going to happen? These guys aren't going out of business. They're going to turn around and give us exactly what we want. So it's it, you know it's all about creating a community, creating creating awareness, um, embracing the lifestyle for yourself. Be selfish. Do this for you. And in turn, you're going to be doing something that's going to have so many additional benefits to that benefit. No other, no other action in your life can have such profound effects in so many different areas of your life than going plant-based. Amen. You could be an evangelist. But I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you yeah, so much, you. Marco Borges. The book is Borges. I didn't say that. I think I said it right previously. The book is The 22-Day Revolution. The website, the Twitter, the Facebook, 22 day, Days Nutrition, right? And Okay, thank you so much. And also check out Dr. Ricky Heller's book, Living Candida Free. Gosh, if you're just going on a book-buying binge, my new one is The Good Karma Diet. And next week, we will have on the show a couple of fascinating guys named Mark. We'll have a return visit from the ethologist, the wonderful vegan animal behaviorist Mark Beckoff. And we'll also be bringing on Mark Rifkin, a registered dietitian who's done some really interesting research into all those complicated studies, and he'll translate them for us in a way that won't be complicated and we'll just continue to make our lives better. Thank you so so much Marco Borges. Love talking with you today and loved having Thank all you for of having you. Me. <laughs> bless you. And everybody else, God bless and eat your veggies. Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Street Vegan. To learn more about Victoria or to explore training with Main Street Vegan Academy as a vegan lifestyle coach, go to www.mainstreetvegan.net. That's www.mainstreetvegan.net. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, 
prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation only on Unity Online Radio. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. If I were brave, I'd walk the races where fools and dreamers dare to tread and never lose faith. How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests We'll share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. 
Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the Mind Body Spirit. .fm podcast network